Trading Nut episode 61. And that's all you need in Forex. If you have like one strategy that works really well, that's literally all you need. The market's going to do something. Your job is not to fight it. The market never, ever runs away. It's always there. That personal diary of trading will make you a much better trader than I could be right about the direction, but wrong about the trade. Don't focus on the monetary side. Trying to make too much money on a trade is what I have seen killed every trader. Your losses offer you some of the greatest insight you can find into your mistakes. Relax. Learn the process. Candlestick pattern training is a freaking trap. Don't be in a rush to become a millionaire. Let the market tell you what the market wants to tell you. This podcast is not financial, trading, or investing advice of any kind. What's up, traders? Welcome to another installment of the Trading Up podcast. I'm your host, Cam Hawkins, and today we have Momo Najai on the show. Now, Momo's a Forex trader, trades, trades divergence, and he's got a bit of a backstory here which connects you back into the older episodes of the show, so you're going to find out what that is in a second. Um, but first, I want to say thanks to Michael Chappell for recommending uh, I interview Momo on trading nuts and uh, also if you do want to check out what he's doing which I think is quite unique and will probably give you an extension to this particular interview he's over there on Instagram and he's doing a $100 to 100k trading challenge using using Momo's methods uh, so it's he's uh, how to find him well head over to Instagram and you'll have to search for wave underscore rider fx and that's r-i-d-e-r-f-x <clears throat> And you'll be able to see him, I think he'd only just started doing it right at the end of the year, so he probably hasn't had many trading days under his belt as this releases, uh, but I'm sure you can follow him across the course of the year and see how he's tracking. Now, uh, before we get into the show, a couple of other things. One, I want to say thanks to Hemraj J for heading over to the bar there on the Trading Nut website and uh, buying me a beer for these shows. Now guys, if you haven't headed over there, you know where it is. It's underneath the player on pretty much every single episode. And if you don't want to buy a beer, have a look at some of the other products to help support the podcast as well. All right guys, before we get into the show, I do want to let you in on a video I probably I haven't recorded it yet, but I'm planning to record it this week. Um, so it may have even gone out before this episode hits, but it's probably the detail around the video and what it is is something that occurred to me after interviewing Momo, which was before Christmas, and it occurred to me that I this guy is disciplined as like he's got a lot of discipline with how he's approached trading from the word you know the, from the get go. Discipline, which has failed me many many times in the last several years, uh, this guy was is just disciplined to the core, and I thought to myself, how can I be more disciplined than what I'm doing? And it occurred to me that I've got all the tools I need to essentially create uh, the discipline that I need because I can obviously tell from what I'm currently doing that it's been very hard for me to to stay disciplined with, with some of the approaches that I've taken to trading, especially when it comes to price action where um, I suppose you can start to see things that aren't there and and then start to do things that you know, are clearly not being shown on, on a price chart. Now, what I want to take you back to is something I've been doing in the last week or so, which is over the break, I have been watching a lot of TV, a lot more TV than I normally watch. I've got the kids at home. We I've got we got them Disney Plus for Christmas, and I'd never seen, I'd never seen Guardians of the Galaxy uh, or the Avengers. And 
One of my mates told me at football, uh, whilst watching football the other day, he said, you've got to go and check this out because we we're heading off to watch the Star Wars. And he goes, have you seen Guardians of the Galaxy? I think that's it's even better than Star Wars. And so I watched that. If you haven't watched it, it's really funny. Avengers, I wasn't that hot on, but I think the Guardians of the Galaxy thing, I thought the humour there was brilliant. The soundtracks were amazing. But the main thing that sort of relates to what I'm talking about now is the fact that what I've created for myself is essentially what um, Iron Man has done for himself. Or what's his name? Stark. I can't remember his first name. Um, the guy Stark who created Iron Man. Essentially, it's just a human in there. He can't do a lot, but once he creates this you know, technology that sits around him, he is basically invincible. You know, He's got all these powers. He can do so much more because he's built this technology that sits around him the human who's you know obviously uh has a lot of frailties and and um and things that he can't necessarily do just with the human body or the human mind now what i've sort of done in the last week and a bit and i'm going to put a video out about is i've created my own iron man suit and it's in the way of uh it's in the way of an automated system and the system pretty much constrains a lot of my discretionary manual trading in a way that makes it a really simple for me to enter and exit trades b puts a lot of rigor around all the stuff that i don't have to the stuff i shouldn't have to think about and stuff that i usually tinker with when i shouldn't tinker so you're gonna have to go and check out the video where i walk through this in detail now i thought that was going to be enough to keep me mega disciplined but then i thought there's still a chance for me not to be disciplined. And so I added an element. And this is this element came from an episode of the 52 Traders podcast. And it's a technique that's been in the back of my mind for a long time. And I finally decided to do it. And it's something that I had to wait for a number of days to record this because I don't want to hear don't want these people hearing what I'm about to say because they don't know. And what it is is I've decided to give my kids $50 each, uh, I've got two kids, give them $50 each every time I break my trading plan. And I've got my trading plan written up. Uh, they don't know they're going to get $50. I'm going to give them $50 each. And I thought, I mean, this in the episode of the 52 Traders, the guy was like, look, I'm giving, I, I'm giving someone I don't like 52 Traders. Now, I love my kids, so don't get me wrong. Um, I thought if I get if I was going to give it to someone I don't like, there's a higher chance of me not actually going ahead and giving it to that person, right? I'll just go, oh, well, I'm not going to give it to them because I don't like them anyway. Um, whereas my kids, I'll give them $50, but still it pains me that they're not, you know, money is leverage with these kids, right? You know, I could get them to do a lot of stuff with 50 bucks. So me just giving them 50 bucks for nothing is is going to hurt me more than i suppose than um than giving it to an enemy or something like that you know i'd give it to the wife but like you know she's got a, a drip feed into my um into my bank account anyway so that's going to make no difference so the kids are getting 50 dollars each if i break my trading plan just something for you guys to think about is that something you want to add to your trading plan it's taken me what two three years to add this in after hearing it, maybe even four years to add it in. I should have done it ages ago. Um, but I feel that with the automated thing, that, and look, I built this automated aspect to the trading, and I walked through it in the video um, using the knowledge I had, which was, you know, 
through the Robot Builders Club, which I teach this. You guys can learn this sort of same stuff in 21 days. Um, so, yeah, look, go and check the video out after this. There's also a video with Momo um, that we shot at the end as well, where he walks through um, some of the stuff he does on a price chart. So a lot of extra bonus stuff here, guys. I know I'm going on seven minutes now. Uh, so look, let's just get on with the episode. Hopefully you got some some learnings out of this, and there's a couple of extra bonus bits of content you can sink your teeth into afterwards. Right, let's do it. All right, folks, we've got Momo Najib here on the show. Now, Momo's uh, good friends with Nick Shaw, who's been on the show a couple of times before. So, um, Momo, do you want to do you want maybe give us a, a little introduction about who you are and and how you how you met Nick originally? Yeah. Um. Hi, guys. My name is Momo. Um. I met Nick on uh, like one of my uh, my girlfriend had a friend who knew Nick who was uh, his roommate. So that's how I you know that's how I got in contact with Nick. So um, he lived pretty close to me. So I contacted him like uh, you know just same day. After my girlfriend told me about Nick doing trading and all this stuff, and uh, honestly, it took me 24 hours before I signed up for his course. You know, I, I spent one day, looked over Forex and everything, and just 24 hours I signed up, and uh, you know, it's been great ever since. So you, so you're a student of Nick's, and I suppose from what what it sounds like you're saying, you never, you'd never really sort of thought about trading before before meeting him. Is that right? Yeah, I've never even heard about Forex trading ever in my life before. <laughs> before meeting Nick ever. And how many years ago was that? This was about two years. About one one point eight years or something like that. So about two years. Okay. So you're fairly fairly new to trading and and I, I think from memory, because Nick's been on the show a couple of times, I think he's yeah, that's right, he evolved his style um from even the first show that I had him on to the second show. I mean had had have you followed that journey? And we actually probably would have followed that journey. And, and how did that look? You said he evolved his style? Yeah. Oh, yeah, so, yeah, yeah. So, yeah so the first, so yeah, as, I'm guessing as a student of his two years ago, he was probably mm-hmm. doing a lot different, a lot of different yep. things than what he's doing now, which, uh, yeah, cause he, I had him on, I think a year back and then about nine months or a year later, I had him mm-hmm. back on and uh and he completely changed everything he was doing almost yeah yeah so um when i joined nick's course like uh like two years ago he was uh he was teaching mainly divergence it was like mainly just uh divergence and a little bit of price action but we would trade uh mainly divergence you know and we would trade it on like really small time frames like minute five minute 15 hour one i think minute 30 was like the highest we would we would go to on uh trading divergence but now like everything is completely different now we're trading divergence on like super high time frames like the daily and you know hour four all that stuff and uh i think nick right now does more price action i'm the one who's who's still who's still like sticking into like uh sticking into divergence and still like just mainly trade divergence you know okay cool and so so if you take us back to that sort of initial uh i suppose foray into into forex i mean Let's let's take your takes back there. How did you get on with a doing his course, and then where did you get to after that? Yeah, so um, so I started Nick's course, and uh, you know I started learning divergence and everything. Uh, about one week into the course, after just uh, training on demo, I, I I created a live account, and after that I started like trading live. But when I started trading live, I was still in the learning process. So I was like risking really 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 small lot sizes. Let's say like. Uh, like 0.01 and that's the smallest you can go and that's what I, that's the only lot size I was trading for about like two months 
So two months I spent this time, uh, you know, trading and learning. And, uh, you know, later on I started upping the lot sizes after I understood the strategy better. And later on I actually um, did some backtesting on the higher timeframes. That's how I started trading, uh, you know, divergence on higher timeframes. And I, and I, and I, and I, I told Nick about it. I was like, you know, Nick, we, like divergence works on really high time frames. You can catch more pips and it, it's a lot safer uh, trading on higher time frames, um, you know, like uh, while you're still controlling risk because uh, you can catch the bigger moves. And even if it goes on drawdown, it it's normally still comes back and uh, you can still get out at break even and you can stack on the, on the drawdown and, and make some money on the drop. So I told Nick about, you know, the high time frames. We talked about all that stuff and, you know, after that, we started trading in like a, a whole new type of divergence, you know. So that was basically the whole journey of uh, uh, Forex with me. And and so just going all the way back to because what I want to get into is is how you how you sort of a managed to stick with the one strategy because I know that's a big uh, issue issue I was going to say sticking point but uh, big issue with a lot of traders out there is sticking to that one strategy. I mean what. What was it that kept you uh, staying with what Nick had taught you as opposed to like going, oh, I suppose like maybe, maybe I'll try something else? What Was it because you were just successful out of the gate or, or something else? Yes, I was successful out of the gate. You know, I was like super successful out of the gate. I, I started Forex with only just $300, guys, like only $300. That's the only money I've invested in Forex. And that's it. And right now I'm here trading like accounts that are like 50K. So that's the only money I've invested. And I traded only strictly divergence all the way to where I am right now. That's why I've kept, uh, uh, that's why I stuck with that strategy because it works so well and I know how to trade it so well. Like I spent so much time backtesting and, and, and trading it live and everything. So I understand it pretty well. That's why I'm, I'm sticking to it because it, it got me this far. And, and, and that's all you need in Forex. If you have like one strategy that works really well, that's literally all you need. You don't need, anything more than that if you have two that's amazing you know right now i'm trading two strategies but mainly it's just divergence and it works so well that's why i've, I've, I've stuck to it all the way you know and so so you didn't so I, I just really want to drill down on this so you there were no periods during that you know that first phase where you went from demo to live that you started like doubting it or, or second guessing it or like having a bad patch of, of like losers in a row or something like that yeah, I mean, I've had a bad patch of uh, lose, uh, like a, a losers in a row trading divergence, but uh, it's it's pretty um, pretty rare, you know, it's pretty rare. But there was this time I was like, um, I'm winning so much. Like, I think I, I grew that $300 account to like 8K, you know, almost 8K, 9K. And like, I had equity of like 3K or, or something, you know. But then I, I, I wanted to learn more strategies. And I think that's what, um, that was a little bit of, like a stage where I had a little bit of downfall because I started learning new strategies and I started losing because I was just like, you know what, I'm, I'm trading divergence so well, my equity is so high, let me just jump to something new. So I jumped into Fibonacci after just just like um, just learning it for like, uh, you know, a few hours or something also. So and I, I had some big losses in those few weeks uh, jumping into Fibonacci. So after that, I was like, you know, let me just stick to divergence. This is what I know. This is what works so well. And this is what... Uh, got me consistent so yeah that's the phase i've had with like learning new stuff and everything it is interesting isn't it how like even though you had success with the one strategy and it was you know growing an account from 300 to 8k yeah it's still human nature to go i want more 
and, and, and try and, exactly. yeah exactly try yeah and try and find more opportunities something better something better um great that great that you managed to sort of work that out pretty quickly and come back to to what you what you knew so um okay cool so back testing you said you you did a lot of back testing I mean, do you want to put that into like perspective of how much back testing did you do and you know even like hours in the day and, and that sort of thing yeah so um yeah when i when i joined up with nick i was still in college so um i would spend let's say like average like one hour a day back testing and when i'm doing all that back testing i'm still trading live you know i'm trading live with like small lot sizes still like figuring out when when does this work how why does it work here and why doesn't it work here why does it go into serious drawdown here like should i should i hold the trade here like all this stuff and i started building all these rules of why it works why it doesn't work all that stuff so i spent a lot of time back testing let's say average hour two hours a day for a um, couple of weeks actually a couple of months probably you know back testing and, and getting it all precise and pinpoint accurate and understanding things better you know Okay, cool. This sounds like a fascinating story. Uh, now, what about? Let's. I suppose let's have a look at it now, and go into your trading stats. So, uh, how that looks in terms of what you're doing now. So, oh, because it was two years ago. Maybe we could do sort of then and now would be quite good. Maybe then and now. So, like back in back when you first started, we'll just sort of quickly skim over that. What we what were you, what would you say your winning percentage was? When I just started, um, okay, okay. Let me let me let me put a, a little south, bit of a timeline. Oh, sorry, that's uh, UPS. Let me put a, a little bit of uh, timeline so we can get things in perspective. So when I just started, um, like let's say after the week, I I traded them when I started a live account. Let's say after that week, I traded two months of divergence and. Um, my consistency was, you know, on and off because I was still learning the uh, learning the system. I was still learning like when it works, when it doesn't work, you know, all that stuff. So consistency wasn't really that good. But let's say after those two months, when I completely understood everything, um, I would say I was probably at least ninety percent consistent. You know, at least ninety percent consistent, like for for a couple of more months. You know, and, and still today, today I would say I'm like like 95% consistent. But the thing is with divergence, it's such a high risk um, uh, system. Whenever you have that bad day or a bad week, it can wipe out a, a huge portion of your account. But I traded in a way that that never really happens. I, I trade risk management, even though um, I trade divergence, even though it's a really high risk strategy, I have a good risk management system to keep um, keep up with any losses that could possibly happen and, and blow out a chunk of your account. So, you know, that never happens. And so one of the, I suppose the reason I got onto you was somebody in my chat had said, oh, look, you know, you got to check this guy Momo out after I talked about a robot which we were using where, like, it basically didn't have a stop loss or you sort of had to manage it through through risk. I mean, is that what you're talking about in terms of not having, I suppose, a fixed stop loss and sort of using money management and risk management to to um, get you out of trades? Is that is that right? I mean, yeah, I don't use stop losses, but um, the reason why I don't use it because uh, like uh, like when you're trading divergence, a lot of the time you get stopped out on like quick stop hunts and stuff like that, uh, like most of the time. So I don't I don't see the reason uh, or the point of using stop losses. And the thing is, like, 
like I have certain rules straight in the strategy that if you follow all those rules and all those rules work out, I, I guarantee you at least 95% of the time, it'll, even if you go into serious, serious drawdown, it'll still come back around break even. That's why um, I tell my students, I make most of my money when I'm in that serious drawdown. You know, right now we're in, I'm in like crazy drawdown right now, but I'm, I'm, I'm laughing with my students. I'm telling them, hey guys, relax. This is where we make most of the money because we have the rules set up so well that it'll always come back to that specific level, you know? Okay, cool, cool. So that, so then, so then that sort of begs my, begs my question of what about risk to reward? How does, how does that sort of look? Yeah. So let's say, um, I mean, like trading the way I trade, you win at least 95, you know, to 97% of the time, the, the, you know, so you're not risking too much, but, um, where, how, how I, um, let's say, um, put, use the risk reward thing is all based on lot sizes. You know, it's all based on how, how, um, how well you control your lot sizes. Cause I don't have anything like a one to two risk reward, one to three, one to four, whatever trading divergence, everything is about controlling your lot sizes and knowing when to get in a trade and when not to get in a trade. But, Cause that's like, um, that's that's just everything with how I trade. There's no, there's no. Okay, um, I'm 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 gonna take this trade and have a nice one to three risk reward ratio, and it's gonna hit the stop loss here or hit uh, it, like fifty percent of the time it can hit the take profit, fifty percent hit the stop loss, have a good risk reward ratio, and you'll still be in profit. No, nothing like that. Everything is based on controlling your lot sizes and and having the good entries. You know, and whenever you have that one loss, it, it won't matter to the big picture. Because if you're winning like 95% of the time, that one loss will, will, won't, you know, take a big chunk of your account or anything like that. And do you have a, do you have a, I suppose, yeah, without trading a stop loss, you've obviously got to exit those trades at a particular point in time. How do you work that out? Okay, so here's the thing. Okay, let me, let me just give you a brief history. There's been, let's say this year, there's been, only like a, a, a small period of time we have lost trades and it was during um um when like uh, uh i think the uk lost their prime minister or something and they were doing elections and the and the gbp just just tanked it, it was just weak and it went down like really hard you know that's the only time i've lost uh, a series of trades uh this year so um how I determine all those stop losses, it's only based on like when I go into serious drawdown for a long amount of time and price gets to another significant level and I don't see any sort of rejection whatsoever. You know, it rarely happens, but when it does happen, those are, those are the only times I cut the trade short and I'm like, okay, I'll take this as a loss and, and get out of the trade. But the funny thing is, even though um, I get out of the trade, like let's give it like a few more weeks or whatever, it still comes back all the way up to my very first entry level. So sometimes fundamentals affect my trades a little bit and pull it pull pull price all the way away from my uh, entry point and get me in crazy drawdown and I'll have to like stop the trade once in a while but later on it still it still comes back to the entry point. That's that's just how well the strategy works. That's why I say my risk management system is controlling your lot sizes and like mastering divergence like, you know, and, and be a complete master of it, you know. And what about and sort of uh makes me think of the question of what pairs do you trade i trade every single pair on on uh, coinx as a broker i use except uh except three pairs so i trade like almost 
all existing pairs except uh, three pairs and uh, indices. I, do, I don't trade indices as well. And what what are the three pairs you don't trade? Um, there, I think it's Euro CZK, Euro PLN, and uh, um, I don't trade USD HKD a lot. But I, I'm, I'm I added it to my list this week, so I'm I'm gonna start using it. You know, it it looks like a really weird pair. That's a, that's why I've stayed away from it for a long time. But I'm I'm starting to get um, you know I've done some back testing and I've seen how you know it's. It's been weird for the past couple of years, but generally you can still trade it using divergence with all the rules I have. So, yeah. Wow. And so, have you back tested all these pairs, or you just know that the strategy works on on most of the pairs anyway? Yeah, I know it works on most of the pairs anyway. Okay. And I've I've like every single pair on Coinex I've traded it before. Like let's say within the past two years, I've traded every single pair before, one hundred percent. So, what does your typical trading day look like then? Typical trading day, um, I mean, I wake up around, let's say, 8 a.m., and I just check the charts, and uh, I have a watch list in the morning and in the night. So let's say around um, 11 p.m. at night, I make a watch list. So when I wake up, I just check those pairs that I have in my watch list. Normally, they'll be um, maybe around 10, 10 to 15 pairs, and those are the pairs I just checked, and I, I, I'll spend, let's say, maybe like in the in the early morning i'll spend maybe 30 minutes to an hour checking those pairs and throughout the day i'll just um i'll just look at my phone a couple of times and like let's say overall in the whole day i'll just look at charts a maximum of like around two hours just trading divergence a maximum of like two hours my eyes will be on the chart so two hours a day maximum i'll, I'll spend on the charts and every all the the whole time of the day i'll just be chilling I, i'll you know go out chill eat some food hang out with friends and do whatever you know and so you're when you talk about being in drawdown i mean are you flat at points where you know that like you've got no drawdown you can just sort of get on with life without being in the market and you know going through drawdown yeah um the thing is i mean it's there's rarely a point in time where i'll be in zero trades it, it rarely happens because how i trade divergence is like when i when i get in a position i always get in it twice like i always like i open two positions at once so the first one after it hits take profit i'll leave the other one just to keep going and i'll have a like a like a stop loss in profit those are the only times i use stop losses when i have stop losses in profit so whenever let's say price goes back up and uh you know passes my level it'll just hit my in profit stop loss and 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 take me out of a, like a small win or a small loss. So like almost every single time I'll have a trade open, you know, that's why like when I post, uh, uh, when I post like my, my charts and everything, you'll always see like a lot of pairs and you'll see a lot of blues on them. Like they are, a lot of them are in profit, you know. Cool, cool, cool. So it's pretty low, low maintenance in terms of a, a strategy. What about cri- crypto? Are you trading any crypto pairs with this uh, approach? No, I, I don't trade crypto as of now, but the only thing I do with cryptos is I, I invest in cryptos. Like I just buy Bitcoin as an investment because I don't like keeping money in the bank just to, you know, just to sit there and have no potential to grow or whatever. I just I just put most of my money on like Bitcoin, uh, Stellar, Ripple, Doge, Tron, you know, those are the cryptos I've invested in. But uh, as, far as, as far as Forex, I haven't started trading cryptos yet because Coinex doesn't offer uh, cryptos, but um, hopefully later on in the in the few next uh, next few months, I'll start uh, 
trading cryptos in the forex market. And are you using any sort of particular strategy to to invest in the cryptos? Yeah, it'll, it'll still be divergence because right now I'm still like backtesting cryptos and see how well they'll work and how like how much drawdown I could potentially be in because you know cryptos are a lot more volatile than you know your your regular forex pairs. You know. Okay, so so if you think back to, I mean, you had a bit of a. It sounds like you had a fantastic start to your trading career, like much better than a lot of the other guests I've had on the show. Where it takes you know people up to seven years to become profitable. What mm-hmm. what do you think? Do or do you think there was anything I suppose different or special about you that made this journey a lot quicker and simpler? Okay, um, I'll say one thing. I didn't have the stress of like the need to just get money. I think that's what bothers a lot of the a lot of traders when they get in the market. Like they feel like they have to make like 10k in a week or something. People people are so money hungry. So I didn't have that hunger for money. I understood like logically that hey, 90% of people are losing. And if 90% of people are losing because they're all doing the same thing, which is, you know, having this hunger for money. So I, I got in forex with the with the mindset to learn. I didn't, I didn't get in a mindset to even earn at all. I just got in a mindset to learn. Let me learn this, then I'll like remove that L and that, you know, the learn will turn into earn. So for two months, I spent, you know, just, just learning. And even after those two months, even after I started, you know, upping my lot sizes and trading a little more aggressively, I was still trading really, really small lot sizes. And there's even a video of me and Nick on, uh, on YouTube. And you'll see that like, even though the account is 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 big, I'm still trading like point ones, point twos, really small lot sizes. Still managing risk really tightly, and and you know now I'm trading at like two point lot sizes, three point lot sizes. But you know it, it takes time. You know that's 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 what um I would say that's what differentiates me from all the you know forex traders that have been into that like hard journey of losing for like years and then becoming profitable after like five five seven years or whatever. Some great advice, actually, in there, guys. I'd rewind that and listen to it again. It's it's not about uh, the money. It's a it's learn before you earn. Uh, I like yeah. that. Re- remove the L and start putting the E on that. That's great. Now, um, the uh, if you're, I suppose, looking at the the guys who are out there working day jobs, they have, don't have the luxury of being a student and having all the extra time. What would you recommend? What steps would you recommend they start taking to get into the position where? you know, they can actually start making some money from trading. Um, yeah, like I said before, the, the steps I would say, like, get in Forex to learn. Get in Forex and, and and see the vision of Forex, like something that'll get you outside of the rat race, you know. But but you have to understand that it takes a lot of time. It'll take months, years of practice, years of mastering your your emotions, you know, mastering the markets, all that stuff. So if you're, if you're new to Forex and jumping in the game, just get in, Get in it with like a slow pace mentality, with, with, with like a realistic mentality that, hey, I'm not going to be a millionaire in a year or two. I'm going to be a millionaire, let's say, in a couple of years after trading consistently and understanding the market and everything, you know. And so do you look at the fundamentals at all? Fundamentals, not really. I don't, um, I don't really focus on fundamentals like big news or economic data or whatever, but... The only time I, I focus on uh, fun- fundamentals are like really, really big news that you know 100% it's going to affect the market. Like let's say stuff like Brexit and stuff like, like uh, let's say when um, um, 
the UK lost their uh, prime minister. I had to get out of those GPP trades because common sense just you know, tells you that, hey, they don't have a prime minister. They obviously, they obviously can't do any big uh, moves or whatever. So their currency does not have really, doesn't have much potential to go up. But, uh, but, uh, but generally, I don't focus on fundamentals at all because you honestly can't predict. Um, you don't know how people are going to react to like news events and e- economic data and stuff. You, you don't know how people are going to react. And that's what uh, controls the market, how people react, how, people, how much people are buying and selling and all this stuff. So I'm mainly focused on just technicals instead of uh, fundamentals. I mean, uh, as we record this today, it's, and I think we're, oh, damn, remember, election voting has just stopped 15 minutes ago in the UK, I believe. So uh, have you, are you trading through this? What are your thoughts on, on today? Um, I've gotten out of all uh, GBP pairs since... Um, uh, when did I get out of all GBP pairs? Since uh, Monday, I believe. Yeah, because the thing is, like, when it's huge, um, when it's, like, really significant fundamentals going on in news and all this stuff, I, I, sometimes I, write, I like to back up from the market. And just sit down and relax. But like your everyday news doesn't really affect me at all. Actually, it it, it helps my trading system. That's why I diver- how I trade divergence works so well. Like normally, big news events really really work in my favor. You know, like uh, I remember this time, um, uh, sometime this year, a couple of months ago, um, Mexico struck a deal. You know, and and their currency like was super strong. It instantly went super strong and i and i made like thousands that day and i had no i, I didn't know anything about like what, what was going on with mexico what deal they had but later on after after the, the peso like got so much strength i was like okay this is this is abnormal strength so later on i looked up like the data and everything and figured out okay mexico struck a deal that's why it went up i mean yeah so and so uh, so thinking about you know it made thousands i mean how do you we know how you enter the position I mean, I don't know, I've actually been looking at your Telegram channel for the last uh, week and a bit, so I, I know that you know what you say here is is exactly what you do. Uh, what do you? What do you? Uh, how do you decide when to exit a position? Like uh, exit on a loss or exit on a win uh, or exit on or, a win. Okay, exit on a win. Like um, so, you know, like how the how I trade a divergence, the 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 pattern normally looks like a U or a V. So normally my first take profit will be at the bottom of that of that pattern, about the bottom of the U or the V. That's where I normally have my very first take profits, and like the, my second take profit or my third will be at the next significant level. So I can hold that uh, the remaining trade for like a couple of days or, or sometimes a couple of weeks, you know. Okay, cool. All right, let, let's jump into the quick fire round. So these are nine questions that are hopefully going to help the listeners uh, fill in some of the blanks here. So. <laughs> This one's going to be a bit of a weird one, but how long did it take you to go from newbie to consistently profitable? Um, I would say two months. What's your mental approach to trading, and do you have any special techniques you can share with us? Um, special techniques? Yes, I have a I have a technique of like um, it that really helps with psychology. So when I get in a trade, like I was saying before, I always open two positions. And one of when one of them hits the take profit, I let the other one keep running. So every day I wake up, I can wake up to like a blue, you know, uh, the, the blue uh, market. Like every out of my trades, everything looks blue. So I can wake up with uh, like high equity and just that just boosts my morale every day. You know, it makes me just feel confident that hey, my strategy works, everything's good. 
you know and 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 the thing is like um another thing is all of those blues whenever i mess up i can just close every single trade including those blues and normally it'll be at a small loss or around break even even with the losses what's your favorite entry setup divergence definitely uh, what strategies do you use to exit or manage active trades? Um, yeah, I, I use the uh, a method I created with like backtesting. So I just exit on the bottom of the divergence setup, basically. What's your recommended trading book? Mm, I, I don't have any recommended trading books at all. If there was one thing you recommend any retail trader spend the next month mastering, what would it be? Why and how could they go about mastering it? Um. Well, I would say invest in my course and spend a couple of months trying to master like divergence, you know. And like um, you can check through my testimonials, my results, everything. Like the strategy works. How I trade it works really well. So. I would say spend a lot of time mastering one strategy. If, if not divergence, if, if not me, you know, bat, like verify whatever mentor you're trying to learn with and like spend a lot of time mastering the strategy before, um, you know, going on live. What's your preferred broker and trading platform? Uh, Coinex. And do they have a spe- special trading platform or? Um, yeah, I just use uh, TradingView to like uh, view charts and everything but my broker is uh, Coinex what's the worst trade you ever had worst trade I've ever had was um, a couple of GBP pairs uh, a few months ago after um, the UK lost their prime minister now if there was one thing you could leave uh, our listeners with one piece of advice what would it be Um, like I said before first you learn and then you remove the L so you can earn. That's what I would tell all listeners here. Learn, then you can earn. Right, so the last question of the show, and you've sort of done it throughout the show anyway, but we'd like you to give the listeners uh, the bones of a trading strategy, entry setup, stop loss, take profit targets, market time frame, basically something they can tinker with at home this week. What have you got for us there, Momo? Um, enter at significant levels and psychological levels you can uh, you know you can look up videos to know what those um those mean uh, um exit at like exit the same exit at you know nice significant levels at the bottom of ranges or the top of ranges and all that stuff and uh you know you can have your take profits there and all that stuff and just make sure your whatever system you're using has a lot of confluence when you're entering and exiting and it makes sure it makes sense uh with previous market data and everything Cool. Now, look, before we wrap up, what's the best way for the listeners to get hold of you? I'm on Instagram. The best way to contact me is through Instagram. Just shoot me a message on Instagram and, you know, I got you. Okay, cool. Well, we'll get the links up there in the show notes. Um, look, Momo, thank you very much for coming on the show. It's been an absolute pleasure to get your story uh, alongside uh, Nick. So it sort of does fill out a bit of his as well. So um, thanks for coming on the show. I appreciate it. Thank you very much for having me. All right, guys, so everything we've discussed here along with the links are going to be in the show notes. To find them, simply search for Momo in the search box on tradingnut.com. Until next time, I wish all my listeners trading happiness and success.
Alright folks, there you have an interview with Momo done. Now look, there are, as I mentioned, a couple of videos off the back of this that you can go and check out. One is the uh, the video that Momo shot after we did the pod, so you can see him walk through a price chart and talk to us about how he sees the market there. He's also got a free course that he's just put together, just released, which you can take as well. So there'll be links in the show notes to that. And, 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 oh, discount on his co- his actual course as well, which I've done. So, um, so guys, check all those things out. Uh, I will see you on the next episode of the Trading Up podcast. Until then, have a great trading week.